everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And with special guest... Hello, it's Hannah Wallace. Ooh. And uh, Nathan Adams is off in the distance somewhere. Hi, Nathan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 344. And tonight it is a vacation episode of the podcast. We are currently in the wilds of Kentucky. Yes, we just finished a few days visiting Mammoth Cave. And um, it's been amazing, I think. I mean, we haven't been here for, what, 30... 40 years, something like that. Well, we should definitely mention the occasion for why we're, why we're here. Yes, it was Catherine and my 50th birthday. Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> Normally when we do ages, we do, oh, I haven't seen this in like... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, kind of, it's, it's a milestone. We have to celebrate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless we want to say it's our 10th anniversary of turning 40, but... No, that's getting way too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't really want to do like a big party or something, um, the bar scene or all that kind of thing. And we're like, well, what do we really want to do? We have been talking about getting back to Mammoth Cave for like the past 30, 40 years or so. And I was worried that it was going to be like a really stupid time of year to go because a lot of the tours aren't offered. I thought maybe it would be too cold. But well, the, they did just have a blizzard. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to anybody who got stuck in the, you know, anywhere in the country because of Southwest not hiring enough people during that time of year. Which is weird because Nathan and I had to push our flight back because Delta notified us at 530 in the morning that our flight was going to be like two hour delayed, which meant we wouldn't make our connector, which they wouldn't be able to reschedule us until the next day. So we booked through Southwest, and it was fine. I think, as I understand it, the big problem with Southwest was just that they don't have a hub. So if there was a flight canceled somewhere, I think the plane was just... Stuck there, and there was no replacement yeah. plane. Yeah, no. and there was also some complicated thing with their scheduling software, and then there was no automatic updates. They had to do all scheduling updates and staffing updates manually by phone, right? Because they haven't updated their software for ages. So right, right. But this is not Southwest issues. This is yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It turned out to be a really fun experience because I don't think it was as crowded. I've been looking at some of the reviews for Mammoth Cave, and during the summer, I mean. You sometimes have to buy your tickets like weeks ahead of time to get on these tours. I didn't even think about that, but of course you'd have the families, and these are all yep. a lot of these are very kid friendly. Yep. But we like I had bought some of our tickets ahead of time. We bought another ticket, I think, like yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it was like a lot of people. If you haven't ever been to Mammoth Caves, I mean, it's amazing. And all of us, for some reason, we all, we, we like caverns. I don't yeah. know why. It's, re- it's being born in Florida and not understanding them. It's like going to Mars. <laughs> it's like you go too far downstairs in Florida and you hit water. <laughs> but it's beautiful and not not all of it is the kind of like caverns with like the stalactites and stalagmites and everything. But we went through an area today that had all these like gypsum structures on the wall, which are like, you can see the crystals kind of sparkling in the light. And what is it takes like a hundred years for it to form like the thickness of your fingernail. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some insane amount of time. And I'm actually surprised so much of it is still there because apparently it used to be a thing to let tourists scrape pieces of the gypsum flowers off the walls as souvenirs. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. But of course these caves have been touring since the 1820s. I think they right. told us. So they've, you know, before they became a national park in like the 1940s, they've, they've been a popular destination for a long time. So, but it's so, I mean, 
just walking around underground. And we were all noticing that a lot of the areas you go through, the ceilings are kind of low, but the passageways are really wide. And with the lighting and everything, it looks like something out of like a 1960s dystopian film and everything. Yeah, like like, like an airplane hangar. Like yeah. you're going to go find your spaceship in there somewhere. <laughs> it made even more creepy by the fact that the rangers who are leading this will be turning on and turning off the lights as you're going through it. So you will be going into like total darkness before the lights come on and then you see the lights getting gradually shut off behind you. So, so even if you did want to make a break for it, you'd be kind of screwed. Yeah. Yes, you like, would, because yeah. they do the natural cave every once in a while where they just turn off all the lights. And there is there is nothing darker than that. No, no, no. no. But yeah, this week I got to go on a couple tours and we went several hikes in the area, which was fun. The River Sticks. Yes. Yeah, the River Sticks. Yes. <laughs> which, what was your comment? Paid our obols to Sharon. Yes. But, yes. but they wouldn't let us in. Uh, they wouldn't let us in. Yeah. <laughs> really, really fun. And of course, all of us from Florida and me living in San Diego, it was actually kind of nice to experience some like weather in the 40s and 30s. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This has been real Christmassy weather without being too cold. Yes. Yeah. Or as us in North Carolina knows it, a Thursday. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> but I had this idea, like I said, I thought it might be a stupid idea because I was thinking we were going to get snowed in. But no, it's been beautiful the whole time we've been here. The weather really cooperated, so which is very nice. And other than that, we've been hanging out at this lovely cabin that uh, Elizabeth rented for us through Verbo that's just so cozy and just rustic as anything. I was, was going to say, well, yeah, it's, it's like a, a, we determined it must be a hunting cabin mm-hmm. during whatever, whenever hunting season is. I don't <laughs> I think no we've looked that up yet. No. But, well, that's creepy ass hunting road that we've been on oh numerous my God, times. Oh boy, there's a story. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, there's two roads to get to this cabin and we had gotten in sort of like later in the evening, not that late. We were all exhausted from but like, get, travel. It's getting dark at like 5.15 right. too, we should know. Because yeah. we're on central time but we're very far north and we're fairly east for the central time zone. So, which means like by 5 o'clock it's like pitch black. <laughs> we went to get some food and then we came back and the GPS took us a different way and it's like this tiny like technically it's a two-lane road but it feels like a one-lane road and it's dark and there's nothing on the road at all and the trees feel like they're getting closer and closer and closer like no driveways there's no fences there's no driveways it's just a road with trees around it yeah and and nathan commented at one point why is this road even here there's nothing on it and i just said it just seems like a nothing road connecting a bit of nowhere to somewhere else and in the back seat you hear elizabeth go not a fan (laughs) (laughs) we did fine and of course we had just had dinner at a, a very fine buffet place but we felt a little bit out of place we were obviously tourists it seemed like there was a record scratch and heads picked up as we walked in a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. and everybody's been really nice i mean we walked around this one little town what is it Cave City, I, I think. Cave yep, City, yep. Yes. Cave City. Everything in this area is really tailored towards like tourism, either with Mammoth Caves or all the other little caverns that are all around the area, which we did not go to because some of the signs look sort of janky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the things not associated with the National Park are a little bit of a toss-up. And yeah. the National Park is so great anyways. We we can't do it all in four days. No, no. no. I mean, there's like 426 miles, I think, of oh, cavern. Yeah. And of course, not all of it's going to be tourable. No. But uh, yeah, you could go here many, many times 
victims and not see everything. But it's been it's been fun, you know. And then staying here, and Hannah cooked us hamburgers the other night, and tonight we're going to do spaghetti. Very, <laughs> it is very cozy. A fire in the fireplace. Fire in the fireplace. That, that was a big requirement when we were looking for a place to stay. It's going to be cold as anything. I want a fireplace. <laughs> There's also a fire pit, but we're not like so masochistic that we want to light a fire and stay outside in this weather. So. Yeah, exactly. And other than that, it's just been sort of relaxing, um, enjoying like. Some of the stuff that we got for Christmas. Um, I am looking forward to watching my Anthony Bourdain documentary, The Roadrunner, which I've already watched like four times all the way through. So that's why I asked for my own copy because I'm tired of paying money to rent it. <laughs> and Nathan, for my birthday, got me a class on beginner mandolin playing, which is good, but I have to finish building my mandolin before <laughs> I can take that. So it's two different passions of yours. Exactly. You've got the woodworking and the music work. Yes, yeah. it works perfectly. It's just going to take a little time now. Yeah. And I'm polishing off my Philip Roth book, uh, The Human Stain, so that I can then read my uh, Matthew Perry biography. So yes. Looking forward to, to reading about the Exploding Colons Club. I was just going to say you're both members of the Exploding Colons <laughs> As we've mentioned before, Hannah has also written up that experience in Sarasota Magazine. Um, it's called, if you get the physical magazine, it's called The Upside Down. What is it called when it's in the online version? It's called um, SEO Maximization for Sarasota Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. I think if you just go to health and fitness, it'll be there. There's a nice little um, uh, illustrated. How how do I say this? They took a picture of me and then they put it into an illustration for the covers. It's really nice graphic design. It's a very good job. But yeah, look up Hannah Wallace, Saracena Magazine. You'll find it. Certainly got recommended by one of the editors there a couple weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice. uh, If you want a very harrowing experience (laughs) about what she went through, but we've talked about that. Um, Kind of. We didn't really go into a lot of detail because we didn't want to give away a lot of it. But basically, Hannah had told us her experience in the ICU was like one long nightmare. And this is the explanation of what she meant by that. So, yeah, Yeah, I'm glad it seems to have come across. I was a little afraid of writing something up. You know, there's a stereotype about when you try and tell people your dreams that it's very exciting for you and very dull for everybody else. So there were certainly times in in writing this that I thought, boy, I hope this is interesting because it's really weird. um, And I'm glad to, to hear that the reception has been really great for it. And everybody's essentially saying, wow. Like, yes, yes, that is what I was going <laughs> yeah, for. Because that's important. Because when telling dreams, it's not just, you know, the dreams aren't going to mean anything to somebody who wasn't there. You also have to be a storyteller. And yeah. I think you pulled that Thank off you. here. Yeah. yeah, you definitely did. So other than that, um, we haven't really consumed any pop culture together while we were here, though. Catherine and Nathan had me watch sort of like a proto Monty Python sort of thing called the bed sitting room. Mm-hmm. What the hell, you guys? <laughs> yes, we finished that up, and Elizabeth said, that was weird. I'm picking the next movie. Oh <laughs> I did come in for a little bit of it. I did. I don't think you were in the room when I when uh, later I was like, I'm sorry, I had to leave. There was something about this ongoing series of weird, frightening non-sequiturs with a woman shouting, Mommy, that made, reminded me a little too much of the hospital, and yeah. I had to get into the other room. Yeah, yeah. that would do it. That was, <laughs> it's very stream of consciousness sometimes with this comedy. Yeah, and some recognizable British actors yeah. here and there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like Nathan said, I'd like to know what the hell they were smoking when they made that <laughs> movie, so my goodness. But yeah, one of the things we were talking about is we kind of want to like make a plan at some point about all the like the pop culture stuff that we haven't consumed that we are determined to consume. And also, Kevin and I had a, a small confession to make. And longtime listeners of this podcast, this is a bit shameful for us. I'm afraid we're getting a little bit of Marvel fatigue lately. <laughs> it's really kicking in. I mean, the number of things that we have not watched now 
and not just Marvel. We haven't watched a bunch of the Star Wars stuff that's come out. Yeah. I mean, I've been hearing nothing but good things about Andor, yeah. and I haven't even watched one episode. No, no. I mean, I heard great things about She-Hulk. Haven't watched that either. No. Oh, no, Obi-Wan. The trailers for the newest Ant-Man movie came out, and I was like, ah. Oh. I don't know you guys. I'm just really tired. And as someone who doesn't pursue every single movie, but but is still somewhat interested in these things, it's actually in a way, it's almost when I see the commercials, I am frustrated. Yeah, but it's becoming such a critical mass that I'm just thinking, oh, it's okay for me to pick and choose and maybe cherry pick out the. If I could just remember which ones are supposed to be good, I can't remember which Thor, Love, and whatever that's supposed to be <laughs> it's supposed to be better than the others but honestly i feel like the thor movies are for the diehard fans or for the people who like the goofiness maybe i mean i've seen all i just haven't seen what is it the newest one love and thunder or love whatever and thunder yeah another thing i heard good things about but i just God, i just don't have time <laughs> who, who does have time for yeah, all this it's, goodness it's quite a lot but we do want to see the newest knives out movie glass onion we talked about seeing it over here we've got Netflix. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, well, we've got Netflix in one of the rooms, so we would have to like migrate upstairs and get chairs and watch it there. I will say that something about nice about being, you know, we're never in the same room together, so it's nice to just sit and kind of have bullshit conversations. Yes. Sometimes I feel like sitting down and watching a movie is like, oh, we all have to be quiet. Yeah. The movie. Yes. And it is a two-hour and twenty-minute movie. Cool. So. I, I saw that the other day. I was like, wow, two hours and twenty-one minutes. Jeez. Yeah, no, I'm getting to where I'm just like, I'm having trouble sitting down watching like a 45 minute TV show. <laughs> Speaking of which though, I did start Midnight Mass and so far I am enjoying it. It's by the same guy who did Haunting of Hill House. Stop, don't run away when I say that. <laughs> a lot of the same actors but I think it's so far three episodes in, it's it's more solid I think than Haunting of Hill House. I'm intrigued about that. I, I will have to give that a shot. Yeah, I'm kind of wanting to like watch the entire thing because you know Haunting of Hill House made this great like growing in coolness all the way up to the sixth episode and then the last few episodes were a slide down into what the hell, you guys? So, like, so many monologues. Oh, I know. God. But um, yeah, so far it's been good. But I want to watch like the whole thing, and then I'll give you like a solid recommendation or not. I think what we need is a family Google Docs and just keep track oh. of suggestions. I think we've tried different things before. Just kind of in the family chat, say, "Oh, we should watch this." Yes, that's a good idea. And then it never and happens. It yeah. doesn't happen. And then we forget about it for months at a time. Yeah. I don't think Midnight Mass would be something a mom and dad would be interested in. I could no, be that's wrong. fine. Yeah. That's fine. I, know. I could be wrong. But, but she yeah. certainly hated Haunting of Hill House in the most hysterical way. In, in the fact that she took it personally and she won't let it go. <laughs> but it's fun to watch. <laughs> what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> I like it when you were like, well, that was terrible. Next one. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, mom, we don't have to watch it. No, now we have to watch it. But I guess that is going to wrap us up for the week, so make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. You know, last week we said that this week we were going to have Night Vale. We forgot again that Night Vale's on hiatus in January. I think they're always on hiatus and in January. And never remember. Never remember. But, you know, we've got Laura Olympus coming up. We're going to do that. Um, I'm sure Hugh, our movie reviewer, has stuff coming. He was talking about how he wanted to really get back into reviewing a lot more movies. Also, your friend David has been going crazy with movie reviews lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's filling up the time. And, uh, yeah, he just watched um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom and the Crystal Skull. Yeah. And his big takeaway was this would have been so much better if it hadn't been for all that CGI. Yeah. And he also said, though, that it's not as bad as popular culture would have you believe. 
believed. Well, well not solid, certainly. Yeah, I did like the link that he said that people get upset about the aliens storyline. Yeah. But he said, I mean, the first one was Jewish, the second one was Hindi, and the third one was Christianity. Where do you go to from there but alien invasion? Yeah, so. no, it's that's fair. Also, I don't... They're doing another one? Yeah. Is uh, Shia LaBeouf going to be in that one? I don't know. <laughs> I know, hope not, but anyway. Anyway, all that and more, pixeladygeek.com. So next week we will have Laura Limbus. We will, yes, sure. two yes. more episodes. Yes. Wee! You have any stories in the works that you want to plug for our listeners? <laughs> for your listeners, if I were to read about gay churches in Sarasota, that's yes. coming out at some point. That'll be coming out, but I think probably March. We it's are be a while. always trying to be more inclusive with our coverage. Yes, that would be excellent. So we will certainly list that when it comes out. But, you know, um, thank you again for appearing on our podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. Did you please? something I was going to mention, but now I don't know what it was. This happens most every one of our recordings. Oh, no, no, that's good. That's good. It's it's nice that you edit it so carefully, because then there's a little more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bullshit for a little while. Yeah, you don't have to fill the dead air like you're on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. God, that took me the longest time to learn that on the old podcast, man.